Hello everyone. May the Lord truly bless you today. Our reading is from Mark chapter 4, verses 13 to 25. And this is where Jesus explains the parable of the four soils. Then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seeds sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seeds sown among the thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. Some thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times what was sown. He said to them, Do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand? For whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed, and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. Consider carefully what you hear, he continued. With the measure you use... It will be measured to you and even more. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, Mark Woods, in uh, his reflection for today, as entitled this reflection, Shedding Light on a Surprisingly Dark Parable. His key verses are 21 to 22. And he said to them, Do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand? For whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed, and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. So it says, at first glance, this parable of Jesus is one to which we can nod along. We get it. It's a vivid portrayal of something all his hearers would have understood and which anyone today who has a garden will understand too. You have to get the soil right for the plants to grow. As we think about it further, though, it starts to look a bit bleak. The soil is what it is. Someone turns into a good church-growing Christian because they happen to have been good soil for the word of God. Someone else doesn't because they weren't. It hardly seems fair. What we need to bring to this story, though, is something from the very beginning of the Bible and the very end of the Gospels. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 8, we're told that God planted a garden in the east in Eden. In John chapter 20 verse 15 we're told that Mary mistook the risen Christ for a gardener. 
It's an interesting <clears throat> coincidence, which points us to a solution to our problem. Excuse me. <coughs> it points us to a solution to our problem. The soil in which the seed falls might be unpromising, shallow or choked with thorns or dry and hard. But God is a gardener. He breaks up the hard ground and clears the weeds. The most unlikely people have heard his word and responded to it. We should never write off anyone because we don't know how God is working in their lives. And he calls Christians to be co-workers with him, labouring alongside him to prepare the ground for his word. And the thought for today is, whoever has will be given more. Verse 25. Good soil brings a good harvest. How can I cultivate my spirit to make it more Christ-like? Let us pray. God, thank you that you haven't finished with us yet. Break up the hard ground in us. Deepen the shallow soil and clear out the weeds. Let your light shine in our lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you, Jesus, our teacher and friend, for giving us the good wine of God's kingdom, as we recognise your glory. Help us to believe in you as did those first disciples. Give us the courage to trust you and the wisdom to wait for your help so that we may rejoice in your abundant generosity this day and throughout our lives. Lord, in your mercy... Hear our prayer. Today in our parish prayers, we're praying for ourselves, our family and our friends. And we've heard the sad news that Kath Aldridge, who we've been praying for, uh, who um, uh, got COVID, has died. A friend of Gary's and known to quite a few people at church. So we remember Kath and we pray for her family, for John and for the rest of the family at this very sad time. Watch over us, Lord. Bring healing. Provide what we need. Protect us from the ravages of COVID. May we all be given the strength to support one another. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And continuing that theme, we pray for one another, Lord, for our church families, our communities and our loved ones, for those who feel overwhelmed by the challenges of each day, for those adapting to new ways of living, for those who are ill, for those close to death, for those who are grieving, 
Help us all to leave behind all that separates us from you and from one another and to follow your call to trust and to love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And our streets today, we pray for all who live and work on Willowfield Drive, Willowfield Road, Woodnook Grange, Woodnook Lane, Woodlands Drive, Woodroyd and Woodroyd Gardens. Lord, may your presence be felt in those places this day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And so now as we move through our weekend, let us think to look around us and see God's joys poured out for you so that you might be a blessing to others. God will continually walk and work with you, relieving your burdens and giving you strength. So let us all go into God's world rejoicing. Let's say the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. So let's hold tight to God, everyone. Keep hold of the faith that is within us. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.